Hello, hello, and welcome back to the New Leader Podcast. I'm so happy to be sitting with you, my leader, my friend, for another one. I am like really excited right now and honestly nervous. I feel like I have so many emotions coursing through my body right now because I am preparing for a big trip. As you all know and you've seen on my Instagram, I've talked about this year really being a huge travel year for Oliver and I. Um, And a couple trips that we have planned right now are the Philippines, which is coming up at the end of the month. So we're about a week, no, two weeks away from going to Palawan. My family is from Pampanga. Um, So we are hoping to visit out there. We'll start in Manila, go to Pampanga, and then we'll be heading out to El Nido, which is in this Um, kind of hub of islands in Palawan. So we are really excited. It's actually known as the first frontier. So it's a really untouched area. Um, Please look it up. Look it up on Google. See the beauty that is there so you can get inspired and get a feel for where I'll be. Um, think Avatar. I have a feeling that James Cameron headed out there. I know that he is such a citizen, like a global citizen of the world and gets so much inspiration from so many different types of places. Um, but right when I saw it in The Way of the Water, I love fucking Avatar so, oh, so good. I feel so seen. Um, <laughs> seeing it on there, I was like, he must have gone there to get some inspiration. But anyhow, we'll be going to the Philippines. We went to Montana earlier this year. We'll be going to Italy. Um, All of our family is from Rome. So we're going to head out there as well. We're hoping to do an ayahuasca ceremony in Peru. So I will keep you all really posted on all of these travels. Last year, our theme was building and grounding. And that's exactly what we had done. We really made sure that our finances finances were in order. The business was running smoothly for the most part. More on that later. And um, yeah, just feeling like we have a deep sense of community where we live right now. So that's kind of a little life update. I hope you all are finding ways to travel that can be traveling inwardly, that can be actually planning trips within your city or just doing a little walking travel around where you live, your hometown. There are so many different ways that you can travel. And I mean, compared to my peer group, I feel like I didn't start traveling until way later. I just didn't have time because I was really focusing on career I felt intimidated, honestly, by traveling, um, but very at the same time, like enticed to learn more about what that could look like. And I just so happened to manifest a partner. Ooh, it's 11-11. I just <laughs> happened to manifest a partner that has traveled really his whole life all over the world other than um, Southeast Asia. So I'm excited to be able to embark on that journey with him together. Um, But yeah, I I just wanted to touch upon one little note when it comes to traveling. And I know that that is a big area of topic, especially for coaches, individuals that are starting their journey with their businesses, because what they really see, and I saw too in the beginning of this journey, was needing the sense of just freedom, freedom of choice, being able to go all around the world, learn about different cultures, be able to expose yourself to new ways of being, And what do you need in order to do that? That feels like a prerequisite. 
is lots and lots and lots and lots of money. At least that's kind of the surface level perspective of what it means to, or what it looks like to be able to travel. And I wanted to really spotlight the fact that travel can look and be accessed in so many different ways. The reason why I wanted to really touch upon that is because when we can start perceiving things that feel really hard to attain or to experience, if we are able to kind of break it down and find ways to bring that into our current reality, that's when we're actually able to magnetize the envisioned experience that you want. So let's say, I remember writing in my journal, I took some time yesterday during my Sunday reset to really look at my old journals and see what I was manifesting back in 2020, 2019, 2018, when I was really deep into the law of attraction and manifestation. And a lot of it was centered around manifesting my soul partner. I remember writing down what I thought his name was going to be. And I wrote Levi. And it's so funny. I just wanted to mention this real quick because L-E-V-I, all of those letters are actually in Oliver's name. So I was like, whoa, bro. <laughs> I was I was tapped into this person, my soul partner, who he was so early on before I even met him. I was writing about that in 2019 and then I met him in 2020. So he was in my orbit so much so that I was able to kind of like actually capture a few of the letters that were in his name. So I just wanted to mention that because I thought that was freaking fascinating. Um, And I was just shocked by how accurate (laughs) I was. And then I remember writing a lot about Italy. So I would just Um, kind of scripting out if you guys are familiar with that scripting is essentially acting as if you're already experiencing that thing even though it is um, a timeline in the future that you're trying to manifest you write it as if it's in the present moment right so example I'm not in Italy right now but I would write I'm having so much fun in Italy. I'm um, exploring all of the different types of food and I'm walking in the beautiful sunlight. I feel it touching upon my skin. That's essentially what I was writing um, at that time. But Oliver, we're going to Italy this year, um, either in June or September, and he's half Italian. His family's from Rome. So I was really tapped into that well before it was happening. And although it took a few years for me to actually manifest, you know, this trip to Italy with my soul partner, the reason why I was able to really close that gap and enjoy the journey and the process of manifesting it was because I found other ways to travel. I found other ways where I can still tap into the energy of what it really meant to feel that sense of freedom and explore the world. First, it started with me walking to so many different types of places, Um, whether it was just um, like in new walking trails or hikes or just down to um, a grocery store or to the farmer's market just feeling the feeling of exposing myself to different environments and more sensory experiences beyond just being a little hermit in my home, I was able to pull up that thread of what it meant to travel just in that. So I really wanted to mention that because, yeah, that being able to access those experiences were totally free and I was didn't have to wait to feel those emotions. And in fact, that acted as the training ground for me to be able to experience different ways of traveling. I have done a cabin trip on my own. 
um, for a weekend or my birthday last year. I was right upon a lake and I was just in this cozy little, yeah, cabin by myself. And that was my first little mini solo travel. That was another thing that I had done, getting my Airbnb, working out the logistics, what I wanted to do for the weekend. All of these are things that allow us to almost develop ourselves further and make our nervous system, our mindset more open and like really experience what it's like to travel well before. But because I was able to open my heart and mind to all of these different little mini experiences, that's why I feel so excited and well-equipped to actually hold the larger experience of going on these bigger trips and these overseas travels, really understanding the type of ways that I like to travel, how much alone time I need, what the thing, the type of things I like to do. Um, just because I was able to do smaller travel by myself, Oliver and I have gone to big road trips to Arizona, through California. We did that a lot two years ago. So all of that was almost this beautiful, again, curriculum, a soul curriculum that I got to experience. So now I feel fully ready. So the reason why I like to kind of, I wanted to use, or my heart felt like I wanted to explain all of that is because if you can perceive travel in a more 360 degree, 360 degree way, different aspects, different sides of the coin, then you can also really apply this to money and prosperity and being rich and wealthy. Today's podcast episode is all around healing the rich wound and understanding what holistic wealth really means. I had a vision a year ago, last December, and something that I had written about a year before that was wanting to create a women's center for women that really love the spiritual growth journey, personal development, and see themselves as an artist at heart, and to be able to expose themselves to other artists. So the entrepreneurial artistic spirit and the artists, raw artists themselves, that often maybe struggle sometimes, again, that is a little bit of a stereotype, but often there is a little bit more of a challenging path in order to create wealth around art um, that I've seen in my own community. So I wanted, you know, the entrepreneurial wealth mindset to really be incorporated with that artist and the purpose and the creativity. If everyone, women that are in either of those camps can get together in one singular center, the amount of fruitfulness and again, holistic wealth that can be birthed from that is going to be infinite, monumental and echo throughout our society. So I had this big vision and I started writing about that specific women's center. Fast forward to a year after that. So I think that was 2019. Um, I started writing about that in my 10-year plan. And then I had a vision about what that would look like. I moved to a neighborhood in Seattle. And I had a vision during a sound bowl healing where I was doing energy work in a little town home where I was, I had my office up above and then my actual storefront was down below where I would do energy work. I would do coaching there and it acted as a women's center here where I lived in this new location where I moved. And it was so vivid and so bright to the point where I was crying. I could feel it in my chest, in my heart. Um, and deeply, viscerally in my body. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with this vision? And then again, fast forward to the current present moment, I'm now manifesting that. 
And the reason why I was able to manifest this, not five years from when I set out to do it, but a year after I started to do it was because I was starting to alchemize this idea of holistic wealth. And really what that is focused on is realizing that money is the lowest currency that you can have. It's the material dense version of what we are creating at a higher energetic level. In the five dimensional reality, we already experience prosperity, abundance, wholeness. It is all true and is not questioned. It is just the essence of who we are. But when our soul enters the 3D reality, now all of a sudden we are coming up against so many different entities, energies, different levels of consciousness. It is a very interesting earth school that we're upon. So as a human being, I just want you to be like, celebrate that fucking shit because you chose to be a warrior on this planet today to bring in a different paradigm. So if you're here on earth, which you are because you're listening to this podcast, then you have a very specific mission to start to tap on this pulse of creating holistic wealth. Again, energetically you're whole, then you get into the third dimension reality, playing up against all of these different entities and energies. And with that comes more physical acquirement, like money, like material, like um, a specific tangible, uh, tangible career, right? Because that is the human experience. But when we use that with the framework of money, that energy that you are is now manifested in the amount of money that you're able to attract toward yourself. And that comes much easier when you have other things set in place that are tied to holistic wealth. Let me give you specific examples. So I'm going to actually do this roughly in order of what has the most, the highest energetic signature around it in the physical world. Relationships, number one, highest currency. Relationships, connection, you're tapping into different lives and wellsprings of information based on the relationships that you have. This is why it's so important to make sure that the, the quality of your relationships are actually aligned with your purpose and who you are and what you're wanting to create in your life. Ones that are a tied to the magnetism that you're wanting to create in the future so that you're building with these people instead of having them siphon or energetically suck vampire, like be vampires, energy vampires with your energy. That's one part, the person and another part, your own boundaries. But I'll talk about that on another podcast. So relationships is number one. It's so fruitful and often why it's the most complicated to really obtain, sustain, and to nourish and cultivate. Two, I believe, is nature. Nature, being able to be around the connection of Mother Earth, Gaia, being able to tap into all the various elements so that your energy and your um, spiritual hygiene is fucking on point so you can actually hold what you're manifesting. When you're nourished in this way, it feels normal to have these greater responsibilities in your life. Um, and then spiritual Spiritual is then, I mean, the reason why I have this third is because this is truly our birthright and we need to be awakened to the natural essence that we are just spiritual human beings that are manifested into the physical body. So relationships, nature, spiritual, those spiritual realms. Next is overall vitality, how healthy that you feel, which ties into physical wellness and just physical safety in your body geographical location, educational accessibility, and then finally money. 
but we're in an upside down world. Maybe you guys have heard that term before. We are often in this upside down world where money is actually at the top of that list. No, that is like such a, it's such a fleeting thing. Money, it's always coming in and out of your life. Yes, it touches every aspect of your life, but that is kind of the sub, what is the word? The byproduct of your ability to cultivate this holistic wealth, holistic wealth in your life based on the components that I just mentioned. So the next question ends up really being focused around how can you actually start to create holistic wealth in your life? And how do you heal the rich wound? Let me define a rich wound really quickly. So I think it's confusing for people to think, am I really afraid of success and having wealth? Just like a lot of you tend to be really afraid to own the abundant leader within, it comes from the same fear. And it's this fear around responsibility. When you have more money, more money, more problems. You have so many other things that you get to be responsible for, and that can be really overwhelming to the system if it's very if it's feeling unfamiliar to you. Just like leadership, this is you being responsible not for money in this case necessarily, but for relationships, leading people and really standing behind your word and your values and having something that you really are standing on that feel really unwavering. That requires a lot of us. That requires so much of our own personal essence to come online, our gifts to come online for our deepest beliefs that are not serving us to then be relinquished and ultimately integrated in a new way so that we can show up more alive, more certain, more with more confidence and our openness and willingness to have sympathy and empathy and have deep connection with the people in the world around us. That's leadership. Again, same thing with creating holistic wealth being successful, attaining status means that people are starting to look at you to really pay attention to every move that you're making. And although that looks sexy uh, from the outside, that somebody might be adored and appreciated, respected at a really high level, that person holding that frequency and ultimately coming up and kind of being in this dance with all of these people that have eyes on you requires, again, a deep sense of grounding, understanding of who you are, unwavering values. Again, and that is a whole journey to really become that person that can hold it. That requires your psyche to upgrade, your spirituality to be expanded, your physical vessel to be really kept clean and pure. And when we put so much effort, energy, attention, intention, and attention, all of that, we must, it is just a requirement to let go of everything that we were before, let our ego sit in the passenger seat, and for us to really take the wheel of our own life. What a beautiful journey, but it is a path that isn't really walked by many. Now you have to ask yourself today, is this the path that you're ready to embark on? There is no hierarchy when it comes to this. There's no right or wrong answer of whether you want to choose that or not. 
Obviously, our brain is wired in a way that wants us to have a predictable lifestyle, one that it can really easily protect itself against. And it is very foreign for our human nature to to go into the unknown and to hold so much because we have centuries of us wanting to really be hyper-focused on safety instead of actually going for the things that put us in danger, right? And back then in the prehistoric time, right, we might be threatened by external things, whether it's lack of food, famine, a lion coming to chase us. We all know that concept, right? But now we have to upgrade our our systems from, from this primitive way of being into understanding that we're functioning in a very different society based on evolution. So when we start really wrapping our head around all of these larger concepts, we can really see the interconnection from all that is. Now, all of a sudden, we can play a larger game, not one that is from a dualistic mindset, but one of oneness and wholeness. So check yourself today. One really easy exercise that you can really just do right now we can do it together is to number one take the top four of the elements that i had just mentioned and rate yourself within each category and then you can start bridging the gap between what area of your life actually needs more nourishment time and attention and what is your actual wellspring of nourishment and wholeness that you can pull from anytime you're getting confused on whether you deserve more wealth or deserve more money or deserve more relationships, better, higher quality relationships? And I'll break this down a little bit further now. Your top four categories of wealth are relationships, vitality, spirituality, and money. For each one of these categories, rate yourself zero to 10 on how satisfied and whole and nourished and supported you feel in each area. For me, relationships is about an eight. I felt like I was at a zero about two years ago, but now I feel really happy about the trajectory and the way that I'm cultivating relationships around me. Number two is vitality. Again, this is another one that took me a long time to really love my body, really be able to understand what my specific digestive system even needs, paying attention to the way that I eat and how I honor my body, the internal dialogue around my physical vitality and wellness, paying attention to my thought patterns as well. So I'm about at a seven here. Spirituality. I feel like I feel really happy and satisfied in this area. This is my wellspring because I'm at a 10 here and you don't have to necessarily be at a 10 to deem this your wellspring, your top category. It can just be probably eight, nine or 10 here where you really know I feel really good here. I feel super satisfied and whole. And then money is number four. And although I was actually higher, I was at about a nine within the last three years of my career, I now have recently, and you guys have known this on Instagram that I've been talking about, taking a massive risk right now in my business and changing it in a big, big way. And with that, all of my same fears around money are starting to come up. So I feel like I'm around at a four. Do I feel a level of certainty? I just know it's going to take time to really diversify the way that my income is coming in right now, going from online to more in-person offerings. 
So your wellspring once more is the one that you scored the highest on. So again, I feel really supported by all the elements. I feel supported by my spirit guides because spirituality is the wellspring that I chose. I feel really nourished because I tap into music. These are the defining points when it comes to my spirituality that I feel really good in. And then the second is the area that you would like to nourish more, the area that requires your more more attention and intention around. And for me, it's money right now. So the questions I want to ask myself so I can start upgrading and up-leveling this area of my life are how can I create more certainty around money? This can be an opportunity for me to really reflect in past ways where I actually feel really relaxed when money was coming in. So I can actually start creating in this in my present and future moments. Another question that you might ask around this, or I will ask myself around this, is something simple. Like, what aspects do needs tending to when it comes to money in my life? Sometimes for me, that's just looking at my spreadsheets that I created for myself, looking at my Notion spreadsheets. If you want these, by the way, let me know and I'll create a really cheap offering around them. Hit me up on Instagram. Just DM me, please. <laughs> um, and maybe I just need to upgrade things. Maybe I need to cancel subscriptions. Um, maybe I can invest in a different place. I can consolidate some of the debt that I've acquired within the last year. There's so many different ways that you can start tending to that money garden that you have. And then as an overall recap, and I'm just going to do a little sidestep once more. I feel like I didn't even really define the rich wound. The rich wound is again, actually I did a little bit, but it's this fear around success and wealth and ultimately a deeper fear of taking on more responsibility. When we're able to feel rich and have a better relationship with wealth, then we're able to stand in our full wholeness and power around money and what we have acquired. And I just wanted to offer a little antidote around this that might be really relatable to many of you. The conversation online right now is around lack. I have a lack mindset. But honestly, if you have a phone, access to internet, and if you're listening to this podcast right now, I don't think that that's your problem. I actually think your problem is your fear of success and what that means. Because when we have a are in our whole full version of success in our own particular definition, it means we're shining really brightly. And that can be intimidating for the people that we love. That could mean a lot of the relationships that we have within our family that actually had the antithesis, the opposite of our own belief system that we might be shining so bright that that those relationships actually might be threatened. And I didn't realize this until recently. I've been told many things as a young child, like really be humble, be humble with your money. Don't be boastful with it. But honestly, being suppressed in that way caused me not to feel appreciative and prideful and proud and celebratory around my achievements. So anytime I do have an achievement now, there is a little aspect, a part of me, a little wiring in my brain and a little somatic feeling in my physical vessel that, oh, don't shine too brightly because I must be humble. That's something that I continuously get to heal within myself around the rich wound. So again, I think that if you are, you have access to this podcast and if you've been following me for a while or even a short amount of time, you are actually energy energetically connected not to the lack wound, but the rich wound. So really what I invite you to do today is actually stand further in the success, achievements, and the amount of money that you do have. 
start to really alchemize any wounding on what it means to shine brightly. Because when you do, you are starting to act as a beacon of light for other people, your lineage, your heritage even, that may not have come from this level of wealth. It's your turn. Be the example and understand that your brightness and your holistic wealth and that coming online actually is the medicine for those around you. All right. I feel like we're in a really good complete stopping point here. I want to just leave you with a few questions that can deepen your practice around this teaching today. So again, ask yourself, what are your fears around money and having a lot of it? What are your fears around not having enough? And again, I don't think you're going to have much of a problem there, but I wanted to really offer that up for people that are new to these concepts. Next is what times in my life have I actually felt the most relaxed around money? What areas of my life do I feel the most nourished and taken care of in general? Again, relationships, nature, animals, um, health, right? And the last one is how can I create more time on my schedule to really bask in my wellspring in these areas of my life that I feel the most holistically wealthy? All right, if you all want to go deeper on this, check out the links below so that we can start working together on a one-on-one setting. I'm going to be taking on one-on-one clients in the More Life program so that you can work really deeply with me and you can actually create this holistic wealth in your life, find your purpose, really understand manifestation, and we can make sure that you become an abundant leader in your own life. This is a really custom program. We can create it for however long you want in a price point that feels pretty good on both sides and really start getting into the weeds of what it means for you to explode and be magnetized in your power. Please, please share this with somebody that you love, a friend, so that you can start having conversations around these really important topics. And please give this a five-star rating so more women can actually find this. It allows us to become more discoverable and offers you can contribute to the accessibility of this knowledge to other women that really need it. And lastly, I want you to always, always, always remember this. Life is the ceremony. Your business and career are your offering and you are the medicine. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.